The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Welcome back to the Ali Colbert show. I got to start with Schittler's list. It's been a minute, but I have someone on the list today that's occupying all the ranks. Kanye West. Kanye West thinks he's a free thinker because he's discovered the shock value of a black man spouting conservative white supremacist thinking beliefs that's not enlightenment novocaine face you're not a free thinker you're an attention addict you're a megalomaniac media whore kanye you're not interesting you're a narcissist he's constantly comparing himself to mozart mozart was happy Mozart wasn't a fucking gimmick, Kanye. I know Kanye listens to the pod a lot. He's just, he's, he's, uh, he's driving me crazy. Kanye West is driving me up a wall. And I think he's, he's the embodiment of so much that is wrong with America. He, he, to, to me, I mean, the fact that Adidas still hasn't parted ways with Kanye, I'm glad that JP Morgan Chase kicked him out of the bank. I'm glad that Balenciaga's cut ties with Kanye. There is such an issue in our country of not holding principle before profit. And it's maddening. It's the reason the GOP, knowing their candidates are fucking batshit, has no problem toting them as their front runners because they need people to win more than they have any integrity or care for the fact that these people that they're running are fucking insane. And I, I don't, I'm not even, I'm not interested in the debate about whether or not Kanye West is an artistic genius. It, it doesn't even matter because he's, he's become so culturally and socially chaotic. <sighs> By the way, geniuses aren't constantly <laughs> telling people that they're a genius. I, I remember I started dating this girl a while ago, and I remember she, she would tell me how much money she came from. The people who do that don't come from money. Okay. To more important news, Olivia Wilde, salad dressing doesn't sound that spectacular. I'll say it. Olivia Wilde made a basic vinaigrette, you guys. Did you read the ingredients in Olivia Wilde's salad dressing? This, these are the headlines this week. Olivia Wilde has good salad dressing and Kanye West is a Holocaust denier. Where am I living? Two tablespoons of mustard with two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. Get out of my newsfeed. Get out of my newsfeed. By the way, I like I, I get the don't worry, darling thing. You know, the, the whole press circuit 
circus around that? Can anyone name one movie Olivia Wilde's been in? Does anyone care at all about Olivia Wilde? Jason Sudeikis, I mean, okay, Ted Lasso's fun. Uh, What are we doing here? Jason Sudeikis, uh, the the nanny leaked to TMZ that Jason Sudeikis uh, lay down in front of his car to, or in front of her car so she couldn't leave and go see Harry, Harry Styles. Okay. Okay. These are like two people I couldn't care less about and I'm seeing this story everywhere. Do you know how many men are laying in front of their girlfriend's car right now so that they don't go blow someone hotter? That's called a Tuesday in the United States. I don't even know what I'm saying today. I, I really, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm so, I mean, I'm so annoyed with Kanye West. Kanye West saying George Floyd got killed by fentanyl? What? There's a body cam. What are you doing? God, he reminds me so much of Donald Trump. Emily Ratatowski was seen kissing a mystery man. I recognized the mystery man from the photos, and I did chat with him on Raya. That's how hot I think the mystery man is. That I was flirting with the idea of being straight for him. Did it pan out? No. Okay, he found Emily Ratatowski, and I found Julian. Was there a, a small window that it could have it could have been me? I could have been a contender. Taylor Swift came out with her music, her new music last night, Midnight. I think that's what the album was called. Apparently she gets very angry at people on it. She gets angry at John Mayer. She gets angry at a Scooter Braun. I love Taylor Swift's drama. I'm very excited to dig into that. Taylor Swift uh, is a lesbian icon, apparently. I'm late to this game, but I've always played Taylor Swift on the guitar because all of her songs have about three chords. That being said, I can't wait to hear her little angry musical poems, which is how I feel. Uh, Taylor's music comes across. And I don't mean that as an insult. That's, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for some doomed pop songs about how the love just wasn't right. Today on the show, today we have... Allison and Leanne Mertzman, big fan of them. I'm a big fan of them. Um, first from their TikTok, Thirsty on Main. You might know them as the Hey Babe lesbian couple. They're master lesbians. They are the gold standard of lesbians. They're the lesbians with the answers. They're kind of like black belt lesbians. And I think I'm like, uh, I don't know. I'm not a white, I'm not a yellow. I'm a green belt or something. You know, I'm still learning the ways, learning my way around the dojo. And these two are fantastic. And uh, I really love going through their TikTok and having them on the show was a delight. It was a delight. I'm going to answer all your calls next week. Keep calling, guys. I'm loving the calls. They're going to be, it's going to be make for a great episode. 833-722-5546. 7225546 for tickets to Jingle Ball. Um, and email the show, the Allie Colbert Show at gmail.com. Um, comment, like. If you haven't subscribed, what are you doing? Follow on Spotify. And cheers. Enjoy the episode. I watch you guys on my phone all the time. And Allison and Leanne. Leanne, is your your Mertzman? Are you both Mertzman? Yeah. So I was Mertz, and she was Perlman, and when we got married, we merged. 
we combined Whoa. last names. <laughs> you did? It started off as a joke. Yeah, like our everybody's friends called, called us the, the Mertzmans. And then we decided to do it. When we, we were got, like, let's go with it. When we got domestic partnership, it was, what, 2012? And the form in California said, do you want your last name to be one of your last names, the other one, some combination of the two, or any word you want? It was like a blank, and you could put in anything you wanted. So we were like, all right, we're going to be we the it was It was a, like, off-the-cuff decision. It was not, it wasn't, like, well-planned out. We were just like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, that's how we changed our last name. Oh, my, I had no, I mean, obviously, I didn't know that. Do you, have you talked about that on your TikTok? No. That is so interesting, <laughs> and, like, a lot of your... A lot of your videos are responding to comments that I'm imagining are from, I don't know, I'm just in my head, I'm saying, oh, these are like straight people that are clueless. But it's funny when I think about how I'm a lesbian in bed with my lesbian fiance and we're like, let's get the answers from them. (laughs) And we're like watching your videos and I'm like, so I discovered you a while ago. I, you've been on TikTok for how long now do you feel? Two and a half years. Okay, so I discovered you probably a little bit before I started dating who I'm currently dating. And I I loved everything you posted. And then I obviously fell in love with a straight girl. And we're together now. And I'm like, look, look at them. I'm like, (laughs) see, they have the answers. And she's like, oh, especially the questions that you guys answer about your children. Because my fiance is so eager to have babies like yesterday. And... Just the way you openly talk about your family and family planning and the life you've created, which is so fucking... I'm just so happy to have you here. And <laughs> we watch it together in bed. We're like, go to the next one, go to the next one. <laughs> and we just scroll through. But that's amazing about your last names because, you know, I always say to her, she has to take my last name because I'm the boy one. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Of course. And I'm like, no, you're taking my last name and you're making dinner every night. And that's how this is going to work, girly. But that's really interesting. And I recently saw one of your TikToks because I've just been going through all of them now about someone was asking about why would you wear a wedding dress? Because you were the alpha. You're the alpha. Leanne's like, I'm not the alpha. We're partners. But you said that's what I was comfortable in at the time. I wonder if you guys, I want to know about how you planned your wedding then. But I want to know if you if you redid the wedding what would you do differently now? So so tell me about how, how do you make a wedding that doesn't feel so straight? But also, like, I don't know. I'm just confused about the wedding stuff because my girlfriend would wear a dress. And I'm like, if I wear a suit, it's just going to look so gay. <laughs> but if I wear a dress, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. kidding a little no, bit. No, no, of course. But, you know, it's like, how do you how do you redefine the tradition that feels so hetero? Tell me what you think. So it's interesting because we recently just did a. We uh, just redid our wedding. So you we just redid the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had a August, vow renewal. We had a vow renewal. Oh, the, okay, I saw the vow renewal. You're mm-hmm. right. I saw a vow renewal. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. So the first time around, it was 2012. Yeah. Neither of us had ever been to a gay wedding. Yeah, we didn't. We, we were really flying by the seat of our pants. We wow. had no idea. It was now the first you're the experts. Gay. Well, so we basically yeah. just decided <laughs> to make it up as we went along. And we yeah. our our rule was whoever cares more gets to decide. So oh, wow. if it it's a great was rule. one person really cared about the photo booth or the flowers, that person got to decide. And back then I was wearing dresses, so I, we both wore dresses. Yeah. Over the course of the last 10 years, my style has changed. My, my hair got shorter. And this time I was like, okay, I want to wear a suit. Yeah. So fuck I just it. went for it. Fuck, yeah. it was, honestly, it was like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think. I just want to wear something that I was comfortable in. Yeah. I think... This time around, because I think a lot, I planned this time around because Liam was like, I'll just show up. You just 
plan it, do what you want, and I'll show up. And for me, I was like, what really matters? And for me, what really mattered this time around was writing our own vows. That was something I really, really regretted the first time around. I regretted that we didn't get a videographer. We document our life in videos. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we didn't have a videographer for our wedding is like, curse the gods. Why didn't I do that? Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we got a videographer. And then when it came to, you know, what mattered the first time around, I cared so much about my dress. Well, and we, like, I feel like there was such expectations, mm -hmm. like both of our moms were so involved and it was kind of the merging of our families too. Yeah. So there were so many other people's ideas and opinions to take into consideration. And this time, Allie was like, Allison said, I really want to. Are you an Allie too? You go by Allie? Um, oh, okay, cool. Just to friends and family, but now this is going to go out to the public. So people are going to be like, it's Allie. I'm like, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Try to change it to Allison. She wants to be called Allison, so that's not for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I try to always say Allison. Anyway, okay. Allison, this was really important to her. So when she started asking questions about what we should do, I was like, I want this to be your baby. Whatever you want to do, oh, do wow. it. We are older. There's no point in not doing the things exactly the way that we want to do them anymore. Life so is too short. So you're telling me Disney was your choice? Her, no, Disney was her choice. Disney was her choice. And since she wanted to do the thing, I was like, let's do it. Let's do the whole shebang. However you, you want to do it, let's do it. Wow. I have so much to say. I'm trying to circle <laughs> through my thoughts. I think the first thing I wanted to say was that it's interesting to me how like things like a wedding or things like what you wear over time, your relationship to it changes depending on like your relationship with yourself. And like the dress question is so like, it can be so simple, but it's also such an embodiment of like your relationship with identity. And I personally feel like, you know, I've every year I feel more myself growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm sure in five years, I'm going to listen to this and be like, ha ha, you stupid like femme bitch. But <laughs> I, I just, I, it's constantly this unfolding of like, wow, I feel so much better when I wear clothes like this or clothes like this. And I wonder about like, I'm going to a wedding. I'm going to my fiance's brother's wedding. And I don't identify with wearing a, like a dress like or a suit. And I'm like, I feel like a lot of queer people feel this way where it's just like, how do I feel in clothing? Like, I don't know. It's just something that I think about a lot and like taking the, removing the pressure from it of just like, you can wear whatever you want whenever you're comfortable and it can always be changing. It can be fluid. I think we put ourselves in little boxes so often that because even this time around, I didn't wear a dress and it, my it was a it was a romper. It wasn't like some it wasn't a suit, but it wasn't a dress. Yeah. And that's because that's what I was most comfortable in on that day. And that's kind of what I envisioned. I was like, I already did the dress. I did that. But going back to clothing, I just wanted to touch on this because as you do get older, you do become more comfortable. And right now I'm 37 and I just remember like we <laughs> dieted so hard for our wedding. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. We we lost so much weight. I remember, remember I being lost, really thin. I, I literally, <laughs> when, I tried, when I got my dress, I got it a year before we got married. And I was like, how much weight can I lose? And they were like, I mean, you can lose up to 30 pounds and it should still fit. I lost too much weight. I actually had to gain some back. I didn't lose 30 pounds. I lost like 15. And I had to gain some back because remember, it was when they were mm -hmm. tying it, they were like, this isn't fitting you and you've already done your alterations. I was like, you guys said I could lose 30 pounds. I only lost 15. But I think about it now and I'm like, man, I starved myself for that wedding and I still was unhappy mm -hmm. in the way that I looked. And I realized like, 
that's a mental thing that mm-hmm. is not yeah because I weigh 20 pounds more than I did at my wedding and I was like I loved what I wore I was so happy on the day because the things that were important to me changed like yeah. the fact that we got a videographer and we said our vows and like the things that were important to us I think that's more of how we live our lives now as we do what makes us happy and what works for us mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis with the knowledge that it could change at any time and you and I are open to that yeah yeah, yeah. and that wedding, more wedding questions as someone planning a wedding. And I found that like the second you get engaged, I had no idea that you would be asked so like constantly, like when's the wedding? Because I thought we could have like a few years of being engaged. And then I was like, whoa, the people don't, the people want it now. And <laughs> as soon as you get married, they're going to start asking when you're having babies. It's, it's insane. the day of, like when the you day have of babies? your wedding. When are you going to be a grandparent? When are you going to die? When are you going to be a ghost? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, please stop. This is enough. I know. <laughs> Oh my God, it never the ends. pressure. It's insane. And and I'm thinking about like, I'm like a bachelorette party. This feels not me. Did you, did either of you do a bachelorette party? We did a joint. Yeah, because I would want to be with Julian. We yeah. went to go do karaoke and it was awesome. It was so fun. We, we went to, bus. what was the name of that? That place in the in valley. Burbank. It's called, it's got like a martini glass. Moon, moon? Moonlight. No. Night? That's good, night. Good, good night. Good night. night. The good night. The, and <laughs> you like both did karaoke bar. together. She did not. You I did not. don't remember <laughs> most strip, of it. Was there a stripper? No. Ask Leanne about the one time I got her to do karaoke. I blacked out. I don't remember any <laughs> She blacked of it. out. She completely froze. She stood in front of the audience. It was at, what's his face? Seth MacFarlane's bar. bar. It's called like. In K-Town. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I got her up there and she was supposed, she wasn't even singing. She was just supposed to do the rap part. <laughs> for It's I got the magic in me, right? Uh-huh. And Leanne just <laughs> froze. She froze. She didn't say a word. It was silent. There was a full bar. And I was like trying to rap. Look at how far I've come. I know. I was trying to rap. That's change. Because you were trying to rap. I don't rap. Well, I'm well, okay. And you so should change I was that. up there trying to save her ass. And she wow, was like, love. she was off key. You you were off the Yeah, tempo, because I don't rap. So yeah. I had to pull it together and she did jump she in. Did. And okay. save her. It was that bad. was that was a good sign of like partnership. <laughs> we are we always have each other's backs. Me too. Why do you you guys seem so happy? It's like it's inspiring, but it's also like, can I vomit? Because I, I'm just like, do you, and I know you said you do fight. Which is hard to believe. <laughs> I don't believe. Like, you're always looking at each other with such love. You're always, like, touch. Like, ah, they're doing it. Like, <laughs> what is going on here? Like, we why do, are you so happy? We we do a lot of work. It we takes work, work really hard. What's the work? How do we do it? We, I think, for me, I've been thinking about this recently. There are a lot of times where it's in my nature to stay grumpy. Like I am an introvert. I am kind of naturally a grumpy person. Oh yeah, she's naturally a grumpy person. I'd rather be alone. You're not. No, no. You're not. I can feel that. Right. So so there are times when I get frustrated (laughs) or angered by something. Yeah. And the work for me is like, we'll have a conversation. We'll figure it out. It'll be done. And then I have to move on. I have to let it go, yeah. have a good attitude, and enjoy the rest of my night. Like last night, her mom came over, yeah. and I literally could have stayed in a bad mood the whole night or pull it together. And like, so that for me is work. And I know that it is awful for her when I am pissy the whole night. So, you know, so it's like those sorts of things working within our means and our boundaries 
to operate in a way that works for the other person. I think we both do that. Because the other thing is, is I am the golden retriever girlfriend. I'm like, hi, 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 hi. That's me. <laughs> and she's like, I need, and she's learned to do it in a really respectful way so it doesn't hurt my feelings. Oh, I, I, my feelings. Learn, I have to yeah. learn how to do this. Because yeah. I get my feelings hurt really easily. I'm just a sensitive person and I care so much about how she's doing. So I'll come up and I'm like, and she's like, can I have like five minutes? And I'm like, yes. So I've learned to so like stand there with a the timer. Yes, I'll be like, okay, five minutes. Yeah. But I've learned to also, when she stops me, I no matter how important it, important <laughs> it is, whatever it is I have to say, I need to move back. And I've really learned mm-hmm. to, she'll be like, I don't have my calendar in front of me. Can you ask me when I'm home? I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. So there are things <laughs> that I've had to learn as well. There's also, and so that's one piece of it, like changing the things that we know we can change incrementally to make it a little easier on the other person. We also recognize that there are some things that are just not going to change. And those are, you just got to let them go. What are you not changing? What can't you change? What can't you change? There are a lot Allison of things I can't change. Allison is neurodivergent, yeah. and she's never going to look into a room and, and see and go, all the shit on the, the floor. The dishes need to be put away. All the shit on the oh. floor needs to be picked up. Okay. I, she doesn't. I yeah. am a problem solver. <laughs> I'm a like a four wing three or whatever, and I look at a space and I'm like, here are all the problems. What am I going to do to solve them? Her brain doesn't work that way. Got it. So I can't go into a room and immediately get mad. Yeah, she can't be like, why didn't you do this, this, and this? And I'm like, oh, Her I brain. didn't even see it. Wow. Right. Okay. And she's and she's understood that like I it's not it's not her right. it's not me. I truly don't see it. And so, but I am a helper. So my enneagram is a two. And mm. so, what is I'm, your enneagram? A, th- a four. A four. Yeah. The lesbians love enneagram. Yeah. yeah. I've never. I, oh, you got we it. We also have you done your Clifton Strengths? You got to do these. Is this a to, new one? A new one. Probably. What? Is, what is it? Clifton Strengths. It tells you like. It sounds like a protein bar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, so one of my non-changing things is that I see things very visually. Yeah. So when she and she's a trip planner, so she's always talking about like, oh, can we do this on this night? Can we do this on this night? My, I need to be able to see it on a calendar. If I don't see it on a calendar, it doesn't sink in. I don't retain I it. So she knows, like, the thing. It's not me being a dick. Like, if she's trying to tell me a date, unless I'm looking at a calendar and I can see all the other things around it, it's not going to sink what in. What happened right. today before we came to the podcast? Yeah, what oh. happened, Leanne? <laughs> so tell the group. I tell the group. was on a little mission this morning to get some last-minute Halloween decorations. <laughs> and <laughs> I... Giant spider. Spider web. Yeah, (laughs) giant spider and spider's web. But I had on my calendar that this was happening at 1230, but at no point did it occur to me that we were actually coming in here. So at 1130. I thought it was a Zoom. Sure. We've not done an in-person event in two years. I call her, I'm like, I haven't left the house in a decade. (laughs) (laughs) At 11.15, I call her. I'm like, hi, are you going to be back in time? We probably need to leave here about 11.30. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, we've got Allie's podcast. And she's like, but isn't that at home? I was like, no. no. I sent you 10 reminders. I told you to write it on your calendar. I emailed it to you. So See? I've done it. But I didn't get mad. We still, and I we didn't s- get mad. I just was like, she was like, nope, I'll be home in time. And made it. that's what. Wow. I'm, I'm so, so lucky you made it. 10 years ago, <laughs> 10 years ago, here's yeah. how that would have gone down. I would have lost You would have lost it. 
I would have come home grumpy. We would have spent the next 45 minutes, the whole car ride on the way here. Not like talking. Being, Frustrated. Being yeah. in, bre- in breakdown. As yeah. We yeah. 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 We would have been angry at each other and probably would have snapped at each other the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And instead we were like, okay. Yep. I think it's I think it's amazing that not only do couples manage to stay together, <laughs> but they have children and they work out these things while parenting. So here's the tell me here's the life pro tip. <laughs> yes. You need to work out all that communication stuff before you have yes. kids. Yeah. Because when you have kids, they are so smart and they will pit you against each uh-huh. other and they will break down all they will find your weaknesses and they will exploit it. They really will, they right? Really they will. will. Just bat to the so knees. So you have to be like we do not do good cop bad cop we mm-hmm. are always a team we are yeah. a united front wow and because otherwise you'll just get yep we're like, oh, you need like mommy mama. doesn't like when you do that mm-hmm. they'll be like well mommy said this and and leanne will go right to me and be like did you say that and i'll say no <laughs> and then our kids will be like ah dang well you said oh, this wow. yeah <laughs> wow. just close okay lesbian yeah. question mm-hmm. how do your kids are you both mommy mm-hmm. no tell me about this because i always think about this so originally, we were going to both be mommy because we didn't care. Remember? No, you were going to be Ima. Is that Hebrew? Yeah. Are you, okay, cool. I'm Jewish. Me yeah, too, Jewish. obviously. Yeah. Okay, nice. Allison. Yeah. What's your Hebrew name? Hanatova. That's pretty. Oh, wow. Thanks. What's your Hebrew name? Sarah Esther. Sarah Esther. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks. Shabbat Shalom. Sarah Esther, you were going to be Ima. <laughs> <laughs> well, we... <laughs> <laughs> she was, and then she. I decided, wanted to name our youngest Chaya, and Liam was like, "No one no. is going to be able to pronounce that." Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm very against the names that you can't. You need to be able pronounce. to look at the word and pronounce it. Like nobody can do the chaya. That's sound. fair. Because that's fair. Yeah, you don't want to have to explain it. Her yeah. Hebrew name is Chaya, so yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Oh, so you were both going to be you oh, were going to sh- be Ima, and then you said no, we'll both be mommy, and then now yeah. you're mommy, right? I'm mommy, she's and, mommy she's and I'm mama. mama. Your mama. And how do you feel about being mama? Because I, my a girlfriend says that I would be mama. I don't know that I love mama. And I, this is another thing that I'm coming up. I, mean, I don't know if I'm mommy or daddy. When your like, kids come, I? they're just going to call you whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Let them. Sometimes my so kids call decide. me Allison. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times ha- they'll be like, mommy. And I'll show up and they'll or I'm you'll like, show up and they'll be like, no, I meant mama. I want mama. Yeah. Like they'll also just. So you just take, you just, yeah, you just take, take it. it. Uh, yeah. They're gonna call you just whatever, and you just answer. you will figure it out, and so will they. Yeah, but, you know. And I think this is uh, this is another family planning things that Jules and I wanted to do. Exactly what you guys did. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how in my mind I keep referring to you as some sort of s- s- lesbian standard. However, <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. We're winging it, and We're it's really it. just the blind lesbians leading the blind lesbians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't identify, you don't fully identify as lesbian. So if you want to speak to that, you can do so, or whatever. I don't know. You people know, sometimes people are like, "No, I would like to talk about it." Like like, you know, my my sexuality. I mean, like, if you want to get on this tangent, my We're sexuality. So is, no one cares tangent. anymore. I know. I know. No one cares, right? But, I know. No, but I like I like that it's like I was saying this on the podcast last week. Like, it's kind of fun when you like get to just like let your sexuality be spacious. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So anyway, what was I saying? I we're not the lesbian gold off. standard. We're just okay. winging it. Yeah, we're so winging it. Your babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You carried both. I did. Each that of was you. Clutch for me. I know. Isn't that amazing? That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then each of you got to use your egg, right? Yeah. And then the same sperm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me everything about this that you can. Like, how 
How did you feel about? Was it you carried your egg first? Yes. Okay. Because I'm oldest. So okay. so that's why I'm. We went with the. I am the older one. Yeah. By a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, if there are issues, whatever, like egg quality, like we already know that, that I yeah. I get precedence in this situation because yeah. I'm the older one. Yeah. So and we know egg quality matters. So that's why I went first. It was literally because I'm older. Okay. To go back to the question you asked at the beginning, which is us being open books, I feel like it was really around this time where we were like sperm banking and yeah. trying to buy semen and have it shipped across the country and all this stuff that everything became so hilarious. Like, (laughs) I think for us, you imagine having kids or whatever. And the only lesbians I'd ever seen do it were Tina and Bet on the L word. And they make it like, it's so romantic. And they do a whole thing. Remember they tried to have a threesome? Yeah. No, I remember all of it. And so when we did it, there was nothing sexy about it. It was pure science. It was like, you open this, they ship the sperm in a, in dry ice. So yeah. it comes in like the spaceship looking container. And when you open it, little, it, it's like fog yeah. comes out. And the whole thing was just hilarious. So we started talking about it to everybody because trying to pick a donor was like online dating. And what, that, yeah, what was, was that like for you? They tell you all their characteristics. If you want to buy baby pictures of the donor, you can. And like essays. Yeah, and essays. You see their handwriting. We the, got to hear his voice. No, yeah, we, we didn't get to hear his voice. He didn't have a vocal one. We got to see his handwriting. You're right. So, but the thing is that if you are wanting to buy a lot, you don't know how many specimens it's going to take to get pregnant. Right. So if you want to use the same donor for multiple children like we did, you have to buy a lot of it. Right, right, right. Then there's this whole like underground market because people don't use all of it. And <laughs> An then they underground sell donor it. market? Yeah, oh, and yeah. they want to sell it back and they want to trade. Okay, yeah, like that's, if the a, donor that's, stops, a, that's the episode title. The yeah. underground sperm donor you, market. <laughs> If somebody stops donating, then there's not yeah, more. Yeah, they're right. like having a shortage them. of like Greg. Right. Yeah. Oh my. And wow, this is. And so, how did you say? Okay, this is the one. Well, we went through multiple. We went through four different because, donors. He was the fourth. Like the fourth one you tried to get pregnant with. Yeah. Because really? it took us mm-hmm. so long to get pregnant. How long? How long? Yeah, remember one thirty three k was the one we really wanted to work. Oh. Is that like mm-hmm. the vial number? The number. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, mm-hmm. that is so. This is but so. We that wasn't his. The one that we ended up with was not his, and the but, one that we ended up with was by far the best. Obviously, we got the best children. Yeah. But one thirty three k was the one that we kept trying to get. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there's certain, so you're just kind of looking for, I don't know, whatever qualities are desirable to you. And I'm wondering, I understand you're, it's your egg, you're carrying it. And I, I think this is just, this comes to me is just like, do you have a worry at the start, at least before you meet this child, your child, mm-hmm. am I going to connect to the, to this child in the same way that Allison will? I mean, Allison has genetic connection. Like how, how do you navigate that? I was really worried about yeah, that. You are. I, it was really important to me to do things like skin to skin contact right after she was born because I was so nervous that because I wasn't breastfeeding, because I wasn't carrying her, that I wasn't going to have, that I was just going to kind of feel like an outsider. How long did that fear last for after she actually was born? I think part of it is that in the first few months, babies don't do anything (laughs) anyway. Like you just keep them alive. And they eat and poop and that's it. Yeah. But once she started smiling and having a personality and, you know, you're there, you're going to be the one changing diapers and waking up and doing all that stuff. So as soon as you feel like a parent, you feel like they're your kid. Because the other thing, too, 
what I, I thought there was going to be like some sort of magical thing that happened. Like I had, I had a baby and then like all of a sudden I was going to feel like a mother and I was like, oh no, Mm -hmm. no, I am just myself. And now I have a child to take care of. Really? Mm -hmm. There's no magical change. You're so that's why you need it's to have chaos. all your shit worked out yeah. before you have kids because nothing changes. You You're just, exactly the same. You just now have a human to take care oh, of. You feel no. completely <laughs> yeah. unprepared. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. not until uh, You're right. I do have that that kind of... Mm-hmm. I have this weird expectation of kind of some sort of yeah. fantastical mm-hmm. evolution mm-hmm. that happens the second no. you see your child. You go, oh, now I know. No, it's overwhelming because now all of a sudden it's like you have your heart is walking outside your body and you have yeah. zero control of it. Because think once, about your life and now. And is it much harder than a dog? No, keep going. Mm-hmm. Think yes. about your life now <laughs> yeah. and how little control you have. Yeah. And then give yourself another human. A small drunk person. A small mm-hmm. drunk person to take care of. And you have to teach them everything because they know nothing. Yeah, but I'm like, I barely know anything. It's, yeah. it, I'm like, magic, I'm learning from TikTok, yeah. okay? <laughs> the magic... Parts of it come later. Yeah, like there are do. those great moments where they hold your hand, or you ha- like. But those that kind of magic, I think, starts a little bit later once they start mm. having a personality. And now, like every stage is so fun because yeah. they get bigger, and and I don't feel any different between the child that's biologically mine and the one that isn't. Like I have such strong connections with both of them for different reasons. So yeah, that fear. And truthfully, like what it comes down to. So what I wanted to add, though, was, yeah, you don't change, right? Like You don't change. You just have a baby. But the baby, as the baby becomes a little toddler and then a little person, like their love for you is unconditional. And that's when I think the real, it's slow growth. It's not like there's nothing fast about it. But yeah, as you move into like motherhood and becoming a parent, um, yeah, the kids will change you. The kids. The, yeah, it takes time though. Mm-hmm. In a, in cool ways. Yeah. Like my, like Rosie has such a creative imagination that reminds me so much of my own imagination Imagination at that age. Mm-hmm. And so it's been, it's almost taken work to get myself back there. But mm-hmm. once I'm in it, I'm like, oh, it feels like being a kid again. You just have to yeah. find it. You have to like figure out how to connect with them because they are little people mm-hmm. and yeah, no, they're great. It's and but, how old are they now? Our oldest is going to be seven this week. Wow. Yeah. No. Whoa. So seven and four. Wow. And we've learned it all as we went. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I want to, I, we kept saying this and like, I know you were like the gold standard of lesbian. The yes. reason why we started what we did yeah. was because there was no representation. So yeah. that was the, that was the catalyst catalyst yeah. for creating the TikTok was and answering the questions was it like who become the person that you want, you wish that you had as a child. My sister sent me that quote. I mean, it's very like cheesy, but. It's true, like become the adult that you wished you had had as a child or the representation that you yeah. wish you had. And that's why, that's the entire reason that our oh TikTok exists. Yeah. Yes, I mean, that's how I feel about the podcast. Like, and when I was watching, you know, I'm a stand-up and watching stand-up growing up and I was like, I mean, hopefully you guys think I'm cool, but I was You're like, I would cool. love like a lesbian stand-up that talks about like eating pussy yeah. on mm-hmm. a podcast. Like that would fucking the be the shit. The sheets are always wet. Yeah. The bed is always wet. <laughs> that like, would be amazing. 
amazing to have had representation like that. And totally. I think that's what so profoundly clicked with me watching your page was just like, oh my God, I love that I get to like see into this. Mm. When do you get to see that? And yeah, I mean, back back to the, the children, another thought that I have, I'm like dumping all of my fears on you. So it's thanks okay. for holding space for yeah. me. <laughs> um, was that, okay, let's say then my second child, the second child we have is my egg. And I'm, this is another fear is that, okay, then I'm going to be like, oh, oh, that one's mine. And then you kind of are watching your children grow up and they're sort of like this, this split sort of understanding of like, well, that's my egg. Let's see. And I don't know if that, is that something you think about at all once you have the kids? This is what therapy is for, honestly. I see a therapist and I'm like, I just, they're so, my kids are so different, but they're still my kids. You don't feel a differentiation in ownership ownership because yeah. they're children yeah but like um and the relationships are different yeah you're gonna have two completely different people and you should see them as individuals mm-hmm. so like i literally had this conversation with my therapist today i'm like my kids are just so different and mm-hmm. you have to learn as an adult to interact with them differently yeah right that's like our job the yeah. thing about what you're saying is it's not like you're gonna see the one that's biologically yours Mm-mm. and be like oh this one's mine yeah you because don't. the one that's not is going to have so many of your characteristics anyway just from growing up with you. Like, yeah. Ruthie, our oldest, always wore her hats backwards. Like, she just would put on a hat backwards when she was little because I was the only one who wore hats and I wore them backwards. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have your, like, even the ones that you don't carry or that aren't related to you biologically, they're going to have your sense of humor or they're going to have your stupid shit that you do. And like, so you're going to see that and you're going to love it. And it's also going to drive you crazy. So yeah. don't worry about that. And your kids it. don't differentiate. Yeah. They're not like, oh, and that the one that looks like me is right. my real mother. Right. They don't look, they don't, <laughs> Yeah. they right. don't care. They don't, they, our kids know, yeah. they know which egg they came from, but yeah. it doesn't change the relationship for them. Yeah. And they'll like, Ruthie will still say like, oh, I get that from you. Like yeah. she gets her love of films from me. Yeah. And, and she'll say that. Yeah. And she does. She'll totally. That is the yeah. coolest thing. That oh, you yeah. have like a little person that like starts having their own interests. Oh, yeah. Like, a, like it's just like you could have a kid like I was like a theater geek growing up. And like I could have a kid that like is into sports. And I'm like, this jock came out of me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool because your kids are going to be into like wildly different things and you get to learn about them and experience them all over again. So. Right. Like um, you saw our height difference when we walked in. Yeah. I the, didn't actually know if I saw your height difference. Okay. Well, you're shorter. I know that. I'm very short. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty short. I you're, think you're very small. I'm wearing my Nike Airs are like this big. Yeah. But I think we're like the same height. I'm like 5'2". Yeah. I'm shorter than that. Okay. All I right. say I'm 5'2", but I'm 5'1". Five one. Maybe and I should cut this. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who's five one says they're five two. Yeah, it's like because five one is just like it's too so short. Small. Man, we're really, really not working with much. <laughs> it is. But Leanne's like five nine, and our Damn, oldest five, five eight and a half. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> there you go. Everyone's pushing up. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're it, whatever. If I'm five one and a half, and you're five eight and a half, we're still yeah. Same we difference. have a significant height difference. Right. And our oldest is incredibly tall. She's uh-huh. like in the 99th percentile. She hasn't. No genetic connection to Leanne, but is very tall, mm-hmm. like Leanne. So, you know, like you never know what's going to pop out. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, you're right. It's a crapshoot. Dialing back the timeline of your relationship, mm-hmm. was Leanne the first woman you dated? No. You dated women before? Lots. Lots, Lots of women. <laughs> Lots. Whoa, okay. I didn't, I, that's a curveball, I feel. Oh, really? Yeah. No, but Leanne, oh, no. how many girls did you date before me? One. What? Yeah. That's not think what it I would have been. I was like, around. okay, womanizer, straight girl. Yeah, she thought I was totally going to be a no, player. No, womanizer, 
Leanne. Yeah, like, what? Are got, you serious? Yeah. And so, I mean, I've heard you speak to the fact that you always had like romantic attraction towards women. Mm-hmm. That's not the case for you. I didn't but I guess know. It, but you didn't know. I didn't know. I loved Rent. I want to be Maureen so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I'm not a lesbian. But you don't know. You don't, you don't know. know. I'm like, I would always, so anytime I saw a pretty girl, I'd be like, oh, she's so pretty. I want to be friends with her. No, yeah, no. I, know. Mm-hmm. I wanted to date her. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what it was. And now I'm like, oh, those were all crushes. They mm-hmm. were not. That's why I was so heartbroken when like our friendship broke up because I oh, felt God, like. Oh, God, I had that. That was brutal. You know? Yeah. So when did it click into place for you? My high school boyfriend was like, I think you're a lesbian. Your high school boyfriend helped you with that. Yeah. He was like, I really think you're a lesbian. And I was like, but I'm in love with you. He's like, yeah, but I think you're a lesbian. What was he, what was he seeing other than your true essence? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was seeing. That's probably what he, I was so like, with men, I was always like, ugh, they're so, ugh. I get the ick with them. Yeah, I was I just really ick do. with them. And yeah. that's like what it was. So, I really, I really did love my high school boyfriend. This is not like a secret. Like I yeah. really was in love with him, but he was like, I really think you're a lesbian. And did that offend you? No. Were you confused by it? What, yeah, you- I was confused. Have you ever seen But I'm a Cheer? Who hasn't seen But I'm a Cheerleader? I don't think I have. Oh my God, you're what? too young. But you I'm need a to Cheerleader? Go, go what is watch that? But I'm a Cheerleader. Is that it's, a movie? Yes. I, immediately. Directed by Jamie Babbitt. Immediately. It's got Natasha Lyonne and Claire Duvall oh. in it. I know, I know. And she gets I know sent away. To she gets sent yeah. away and she's like, doesn't everybody think about boobs? And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like, okay, I'm going to watch it. I didn't like that movie at first because I think it just resonated a little too hard. Really? The call was from inside the house. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't like this movie. That's and an amazing like, way of describing <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> yeah. This call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> But yeah, it was my high school boyfriend who was like, I think you're a lesbian. Wow. Okay. And then when do you both meet? We met. We met. I was 24. I was 24. And we met at a a super trashy lesbian bar in West Hollywood back then called the truck. It was truck stop. On Friday nights, it was truck truck stop. stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we met. Wow. That's where you And who goes up to who? So I this strate- is a, this is an interesting. <laughs> this is one of our this is, long debates. This is a debate. Okay, not about a fight. How, a debate, debate because you both have bad memory. No, no, <laughs> a debate because we disagree on the particulars of how it okay, went let's down. Hear, how let's it went hear. down, right? Two perspectives. So, yes. When she walked in, one of my friends that I was standing with said, "Okay, so what kind of girls do you like?" And I literally saw her and pointed to her and said, "That one." But she's either straight because she was the only person in there carrying a purse, mm-hmm. or she's God, isn't with, that so straight? Uh-huh. <laughs> or she's with that girl that she was with, who yeah. she wasn't with, but come to find out, it was one of her ex girlfriends. Sure, many ex girlfriends. So, it was my very first ex girlfriend. Kate was my first ex girlfriend. I strategically placed myself near you on the dance floor, and she had had some cocktails and like danced. I had like three Red Bulls and vodkas. At the time, that's all I drank was Red Bull and vodka. So I was like, we really were hardcore. And <laughs> we were hardcore. she just spun right into me. Because Leanne was directly behind me like that. Right. I had no choice. She bumped into me. And I said, <laughs> exactly. I said, you're really beautiful. Whoa. No, she didn't. <laughs> she did not. I turn around and I was like, I'm so attracted to you. And oh, yeah. she said, my you friends said, think you're no, really beautiful. I said, I think you're really beautiful. Why would I say my friends think no, that? Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't make even, sense 
in my head. You who doesn't make sense? Time out. Who was designated driver that night? You. This girl. Yeah. And who was wasted face? Me. You're right. That's it doesn't right. help that you, you yeah. the preamble to the story was, I've had so many vodka yeah. records and this is what happened. So, but I will say, I did, the first person to talk was me. And it yeah. was, and, I did and say. And you said I'm so I'm attracted to so you. That is a bold. Bold. I literally. Damn. You're like, let me take you to the magic kingdom. Exactly. When I was 24, I literally, that night I was like, damn, I'm amazing. I had told, I had like given myself a huge pep talk. I was like, I'm amazing. I deserve the world. Like, I am not settling for less anymore. And that night I met Leanne. And I was like, I want Woman that manifestation. girl. And she just <laughs> fell right into my lap. Whoa. So. And then what? You get each other's numbers. You start mm-hmm. seeing each other. It was the rest is history. We saw each yeah, other. Yeah, I mean, it was a little, there were some complications yeah, as but, lesbians do. But, but we breakups. I had to break up with a girlfriend for Leanne. Okay. But we hung out like every day after that. Yeah. And then like now we're here. Yeah. We just always hung out. We never stopped hanging like, out. Like I will say for my ex that I did dump for Leanne, like she can live in peace knowing that I did marry yeah. my yeah. soulmate. And yeah. like, I don't know that she lives in peace with that. But, <laughs> you know, if you're out there. At truck stop. And you still hate me. I did we're mar- we're I did, happy. Yeah. I did marry the love of my life. Oh my God. Yeah, are you going to vomit? No, it's the, <laughs> so perfect and wonderful and just like aspirational and everything. So here's why I think it's so easy for us to be open about things. Because when I grew up, like growing up as a kid, I was watching movies with straight people going, I wish I could have that. I wish I could have that happy ending, that like rom-com whirlwind. And when I met Allison, we did. That's what it was. The first it six was. months were a whirlwind. It was the most fun. And so now I feel like everything that we get to do is just a new stage, a new level. We talk about now, like we're completely sucked into the world of parenting. It's all we do. Mm-hmm. Our kids run the show. But we had an amazing time in our 20s. Yeah, we did. We How long were you together before? Six years. Six years yeah. before you had kids. Yeah. So we just celebrate like the fact that we got to do all that. We did so much. Yeah. And we didn't have, it's not like, we didn't like travel a ton or oh, anything. Oh, we were like, like dirt we were, poor. So we had we no were money. Like- <laughs> we were like, really, like I was a substitute teacher and Leanne was doing dailies. Like we were making minimum wage. Yeah. But my God, we had the most, the most fun. fun because we had each other. Mm-hmm. And like, we really were, we would just sit and like, watched Law and Order, Mm -hmm. The West Wing, and we would just like sit and watch movies or just hang out. We didn't. We always have fun. Yeah, we. It was so nice. Like, do you have a lot of fun with your girlfriend? Yeah, of course. And marry her. Yeah, we're gonna. We just. But I have thoughts on marriage, though. Okay. Marriage, like, sometimes I wonder about what the institution is doing. Oh, for sure. You know, what what do you think about that? I mean, if. If marriage didn't have so many rights associated with it, and I wasn't afraid of if I were to die tomorrow, she would right. lose my children. Purely our children a religious, or yeah, thing. But if 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 there weren't so many governmental rights attached to it, I would probably feel differently. But the truth is, is like we have this institution, we have to buy into it right now. We can't change it, you know. From a legal perspective, a legal, we got to make sure we that have to do it. our kids we have to are buttoned ourselves. up, that our marriage mm-hmm. is buttoned up, like in case anything. Leanne had to adopt our kids. Yeah. Well, and that. is that, you have to do that even when you're married, right? Well, it's a step parent. It's like if you were to marry somebody that already had kids and you wanted to adopt their your stepkids, it's kind of, California has made an avenue to do it in a way that's like not that complicated, but it's still a pain in the ass. Oh, it's very but complicated. Isn't that wild? Oh, yeah. no, you had to adopt your own children? Right. One of whom is biologically mine. 
but came out of her. What is that law? It's, yeah, I don't, I just. But what, what even is that? What is that protecting? I'm not sure. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, not us. That's insane. Well, I mean, that, but I think that's the thing is that I, we take marriage so seriously because it was something that we didn't have because yeah. it was a right that wasn't granted Yeah, when to we us. got married, we didn't get married. Right. We had got domestic partnership and then. That was the first marriage? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so it was we, domestic partnership. Proposition yeah. 8 was still in effect. So California, in California, same-sex marriages were unconstitutional. Okay. So we got domestic partnerships so that she could get on my insurance. And right. then we picked up a marriage license in Iowa, which was one of five states that was legal. Vermont was one of them, right? Yeah, I think Because yeah. I remember all yeah. my, like, the only gay people I yeah, looked up to were, were like, Vermont. going to Vermont. Yeah. yeah. So we went to Iowa, which was so random. But it was on the way to Michigan. Yeah, it was on the way to Michigan. Which, are you from? That's where I went to law school. Oh, okay. Law. Okay, go so, blue. Go blue. Yeah. Did, uh, are you? Did you no, but them? my sister did, and my God, these people are annoying. Oh, yeah, yeah we are. Go blue. Yeah, we are. You too? Well, I mean, I grew up in Ann Arbor. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. We're I do a whole bit about it. I have a bit, bit to show you on my phone after. You're going to okay. love it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's also, isn't it that insurance will cover different sort of measures of family planning mm-hmm. if you have infertility, but not if you're in a same-sex relationship? Mm-hmm. Oh, ours still did. Ours still did. No, not. It covered for infertility. I was diagnosed with PCOS and endometriosis. Right, but you and I were married at the time, so it was yeah. covered under yeah, my like, insurance. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. But I had infertility. It wasn't because right, right. oh, yeah. we were gay. Yeah. Right. That's true. It wasn't because we were gay. It wasn't because yeah. a bunch of helmets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, my last thing I wanted to ask you both was like a piece of advice you would give to your younger selves. can be about whatever, but n- but considering where you are today, in your relationship and the life you've created, people always ask me this. I never know what to say. I think you guys would have a good answer. Well, mine's probably different than yours. Going back to something that you said a minute ago, when we were growing up, we didn't have us to look at. Yeah. And I think there's still large parts of the country that don't have us to look at. And that's why it was really important on TikTok to be so honest because we're not scary. Us being married doesn't threaten anyone else's marriage. Us having kids doesn't threaten anyone else's relationship with their children. So I think it's like it was important for us to do this because we want to show other people that like we're here, we exist, we're not scary, and we just like want to be people that are normal. Like well, what advice else. would you give to your younger self? So the advice that I would give to my younger self is that people like you are out there. They are, mm. they, we have always existed in time, in space. We have always been here. Our stories have always been here. You just have to like keep finding your people. Keep hunting and finding your people because as soon as you find them, you will be okay. Yeah. I think the biggest issue with like young, the young queer, I mean, I don't know any yeah, it's young the queer, aloneness. but it's the loneliness. That's always what it was for me. Yeah, it mine's was always really, the loneliness. Yeah. yeah. My, my advice is similar because I felt that loneliness, but I didn't know why because I didn't know I was gay. So once I figured that out, life was complicated in other ways because it was external affairs that were bothering me, but not internal. So like I spent, before I came out, it was all internal. Like I hated myself. I was depressed. I was so angry. But when I did finally come out, it was everybody else was like, you know, being gay is wrong, blah, blah, blah. Because I came out in 2006. So, but what I wish, I, I wish I had trusted myself more to enjoy the time between 
when I came out to meeting Leanne. Like, I feel like mm. Leanne was really... Because we didn't know that we were... Like, yes. there's just this fear. Like, if the, I had known all along that I was going to end yeah. up with Allie, I would have been fine. I would have been know? fine. I would have just waited it out. Yeah. But, like, I didn't... And right. I feel, we didn't know because we didn't see it. Yes. Right. And I wish I had trusted the universe a little bit more and trusted myself a little bit more that I would find someone who was right for me. And so if you're out there and you're you're still waiting, just trust that the universe will bring the right person yeah. to you, even if it takes time. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Like I lament the days of like mm -hmm. suffering. Yes. It's needless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like right. you will get to finger someone. Yeah. Yes. I promise you. Yeah. You're going to have you, sex with girls one day. It's going to be great. And isn't it amazing yeah. when you do? Mm -hmm. That's why. Mm -hmm. So to, 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 to finish and round this out Please. about my sexuality. You're good at this. When, when, you, when people are like, you're a lesbian. I'm like, ugh. No, I'm not a lesbian. But I'm not going to date anybody but girls. <laughs> and that's just like kind of because I can't imagine not sleeping with girls for the rest of my life. Oh, my gosh. So like yeah. if Liam were to croak tomorrow, I'd be like. Nope, still gonna date a girl. Yeah. It's still gonna be. It's gonna be women. Women are in my future. Yeah. Hopefully, only one woman because mm -hmm. I really, I hate dating. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I don't want to. Some do people that hate either. dating. I don't like. You it. look like you liked it. I I lo I yeah, I loved it. I mean I love getting I but I have I have more of a mental illness. I, I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting people to like me. Yeah. And I think I'm I'm still in this I still have a bit of a thing in my head where I'm wanting to compensate for years where I I felt that, where mm -hmm. I felt the loneliness mm -hmm. and like it won't happen. And then when I see myself in a new light and I see people perceiving me as desirable, I get a huge ego hit and I'm mm -hmm. also a stand-up comedian so yeah. I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it um it is it's like it's that the the story of like a queer person going through puberty later in life once they've come That's out. That's what it is. Totally. So, it's exactly what it you is. You know, I'm exiting my 20s. Yeah. But I do feel still sometimes when like I get attention from like a hot straight girl, I'm always like, ha ha, ha ha, told ya. <laughs> and like, I just want to like, you know, pie someone from my high school. Mm -hmm. But I need to work through that. Yeah. But that's what I'm associating with dating is is really feeling okay in my skin. Yeah. It's not that I like having a vodka soda with a stranger. Right. Yeah. No, I, you know, dating is a, no, I slept so. with everybody. Like I slept with the entire world. And <laughs> before I stopped that nonsense. Yeah. But. And I was like, I hate the entire world. Yeah. And so when I met Allison, I was like, oh, I actually really enjoy, I enjoyed being with her more than I enjoyed being alone. And that's how I knew we were supposed to be together. Because mm. with every other person on the planet, there comes a time where I'm like, nope, I'd rather be alone. Yeah. And with her, it just doesn't come. Yeah. I always said dating with me was, it wasn't hard to date me. It was hard to keep me around. Meaning? Like, you're, you lose interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with, I, I had a conversation with my dad about this the other day. I'm like, I really, I there is no one else for me but Leanne because after 10 years, she is still the most interesting person I've ever met. That is so, so sweet. And you said something so sweet about her recently. You said, I was there. You said, <laughs> um, find someone that it's like you can be with them like watching your favorite movie. And you said, what's your favorite movie? And you said, you're my favorite movie. Oh, And then I slipped I my wrist. That's so sweet. So it was, Sometimes it I was, have good lines. And you, and you like sort of like, Put your hands yes. in the air like I just got something. Mm -hmm. like I just said something good. But it's it was that really same thing. It's like the young person in me is like, 
Damn, you got that. I know. There's always that young, closeted, scared kid in you that's going, look yeah. at you. Look at you now. You did it. Yeah. I know. And I always like I'm high-fiving that little girl. I want to high-five all of them. I know. Right? I know. Mm-hmm. We want to high-five all your little lesbians out I there. I feel like part of my 30s. This is your high-five. This is your high-five. <laughs> part of my 30s has been like embracing my, there yes. we go. Embracing that oh, child. Excuse oh, sorry. me. Finding that <laughs> child, finding little Leanne and... Like just loving her yeah. the way that she didn't get love. I love that. I love that. You guys tell people where they can find you. Well, they can find me on. Well, Leanne doesn't. You guys are not Leanne. So I like <laughs> whatever to you say, want to share. I only get on TikTok when I'm having good mental health days, <laughs> and I'm never having good mental health days, so I never get on TikTok anymore. Yeah, not sad. Well, I'm okay. No, yeah. right now I'm just reading a lot of Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> well, a lot of Reddit. Mm-hmm. What about what are you doing on Reddit? Getting depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know Leanne's in a spot when she's like only reading the news. Let's oh, just, yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, we're five weeks away from the election. Yeah, it's that's gonna be why. Like this. It's election time. Yeah. So she's just trying to figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you can find us on on TikTok, on Thirsty on Main, and then Instagram is Alice Mertzman. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Yeah, it was the best. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.